One thing you're always concerned about after a game like Vanderbilt is injuries. We're going to find out the latest injury report with Jimmy Stein. Also going to talk about some of those Bama busts in the NFL. Just keep busting it up. You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me, Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, good, good. Arkansas week. Wow, it's going to fly by, and the next thing you know, we're going to be kicking off against Arkansas, and I'll be scared to death. Yeah, and we're going to certainly dive into the Arkansas game. So many uh, storylines, so, so much stuff to talk about with that. But we need to finish Vanderbilt, and we also need to talk about Batman and the NFL, maybe talk a little recruiting and some other SEC stuff. That's what we're going to do today. Let's go ahead and start out with some of these injuries. First of all, um, how badly were you scared when Cameron Latu went down? Uh, he went down and sort of just clucked his leg. What was weird, what really scared me, the leg that he landed on wasn't the one he was clutching. So that scared me to death. Then um, I thought Gibbs may have been hurt because McClellan got all the carries early. He got all of them. Yeah. And uh, people, I was thinking – People were asking me about that. Yeah, people yeah, were asking me about I wondered that. if something was wrong with him. And but I and I think he ended up with like three carries. I mean, certainly he did more of his damage catching the ball. I don't think there's anything wrong with him. I guess that was by design. I, I don't know. Um, but certainly McClellan has earned the right to be the the, um, the work toting the rock, if you ask me. I, I love Gibbs out of the backfield. I love him uh, as a receiver, and I, I love him running the ball occasionally too. But I think McClellan is probably a better pure running back. Gibbs is just all around a superstar. And then Byron Young, is there anything you can tell us? I know apparently it's a sprained ankle. Do you think he'll be playing this weekend? Uh, it's too early to, to know. I mean, ankles are very day-to-day. Thankfully, I mean, the, the word is, I mean, in terms of what, what we believe is that it, it's not the, the dreaded high ankle sprain, which sometimes requires that catapult surgery, which can mess you up for weeks. And I, I don't believe it's that situation. So if it's the other situation, it's literally day-to-day, too early in the week to know. I haven't even practiced yet. But, uh, you know, uh, the defensive line has played so well Several members of that first team rotation on the defensive line have played well, uh, not just Byron. A boy beast played well. DJ Dale with a big sack last week. We know Jaheim Otis gets better every week. Uh, Tim Smith, I thought, played really well in the past game. So they, they can survive without Byron Young for a game or two. Uh, also keep this in mind. We primarily are still lining up with nickel rabbits, meaning the normal, usual defensive alignment for Alabama right now is only only uses two defensive linemen so yeah we could we could live without Byron for a short period of time but uh losing him for a long period of time would be a really really big loss because uh Frank he's just our best defensive lineman he's the best one we got Uh, you mentioned Tim Smith I thought one of the best moments of the game was Tim Smith is drawn off sides and he doesn't even blink he just starts running to the sideline he's like I know I'm out next play all good. I'm out. I, I did it. It was me. Um, <laughs> was great. And then the other thing, um, 
we didn't talk about yesterday was the, the cheetah package. And um, that was, as I'm getting a phone call, I'm so sorry about that. I can't do anything but tell everybody I'm not taking phone calls right now, but I still get phone calls. Maybe it sounds like a cool sound effect in the background. I don't know. Regardless, the cheetah package, uh, very interesting. Yep. Um, I knew it was coming. The, I knew it was coming, those, but, uh, took long. those three pass rushers back there uh, certainly – is scary to the position. Um, do you think we'll be running that a lot this, this I do. weekend? I don't. You do? Uh, well, this weekend, maybe not because of the style of play Arkansas utilizes. On the other hand, hey, when K.J. Jefferson's out there, you better put as many athletes as you can. I, I think look, Arkansas is multiple offensively, and I look forward to studying them this week and understanding them even more. But – it just seems to me from from my understanding of what Arkansas is right now in this season is KJ Jefferson is the stir that 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 you know he's the straw that stirs the shake. I, I you've got to put bodies on him. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. He, he's the the stir that I was about to say the stir that straws the shake. <laughs> I was about to say that. I did stop that. Well, straw that stirs the drink. Who's over there stirring shakes up? You better stir that shake up if you put as much bourbon in it as I do. Uh, KJ, you've got to body him up because he will hurt you in the run game first and foremost. I mean, here's a stat that will lose you the game. KJ Jefferson has over 100 yards rushing. I mean, you'll lose the game if that's the case. So you you got to stop him from running the ball. And secondly – while you're stopping him from running the ball, if he's behind the line of scrimmage, go get him and pressure him. I, I just think this is a great game for front seven pressure and keeping bodies on, on KJ. So we might use that cheetah package uh, in, in the name of keeping athletes on the field chasing down KJ Jefferson. Here's where he doesn't scare me, and he may prove me wrong. By the way, this is a, a talented kid, but this is where he doesn't scare me. KJ in the pocket throwing the football. I, I think that's where what we want to see Saturday. And I think we're going to design our defense in a way that sort of forces KJ Jefferson to stay behind the line of scrimmage, probably in the pocket, best we can, and force Arkansas wide receivers to beat us. Uh, if KJ runs around all day, He'll beat us. If Rocket Sanders rushes for 150, he'll beat us. Uh, I, I think the least likely thing to happen on offense is K.J. Jefferson having a huge day from the pocket with his arm. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm wondering what Arkansas' psyche is going to be like after this past weekend. Where um, And we'll get into this more when we talk about um, the uh, – the, the, the SEC as a whole, but man, they got to be a little, little bit despondent right now, right? Well, yes, they, they, I, I expected them to beat AM. They didn't. On top of that, when I say I expected them to win, I don't think we make enough of the fact that they should have won the game. They had a field goal to win the game and, and it, it doinked. And it not only doinked, it doinked off the top. They were an inch, an inch from winning the game, and they should have. That's that's probably that's a gut punch loss. On the other hand, 
hey, uh, addressing Alabama's defense, that's what I tell them. Look what AM held them to. Look what AM held them to. Our defense needs to match. If our defense matches what AM did defensively, Alabama should win the football game. And that that's the challenge for this defense. Don't let Arkansas have a bigger day against you than they had against Texas AM. Yeah, and you know, I'll tell you something else interesting from that game. And again, I'm gonna save the rest of this for the SEC segment we're gonna have last. But um, I noticed this yesterday in the Green Bay-Tampa Bay game. Green Bay's running all over them, just 14-3. They're going in for the killer score, and Green Bay fumbles on, like, the one-yard line. Tampa Bay gets it back. Now, Tampa Bay ends up losing 14-12, to but Green Bay doesn't score again. Just like uh, K.J. Jefferson trying to go over the top from the five-yard line. Who does he think he is, Tim? Um, he's, he's trying to go over the top from the five yard line, which made no sense to me. And he fumbles and Arkansas is not the, they were going up 21 to three. If he gets in the, or 17 to three at worst, well, I don't know with SEC kickers right now, regardless, let's go ahead and tell everybody about upside right now. Look, that is an app that I absolutely love. Um, boy, why isn't it coming? There it is. I, I was able to get the. These days, every new potential, I'm talking about LinkedIn, and I don't need to. (laughs) Doing the wrong read is so me. Um, Sorry about that. (laughs) Instead, I'm going to tell you about upside, because I love me some upside. From cringing at the pump to getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant, inflation is hitting it all where it hurts, and it really hurts. That's why I started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With every piece, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. And this is true. I'm lying. I'm dying. This morning, I'm driving from Birmingham to Lake City. I check my Upside app as I'm driving. I'm, I'm like, where's the nearest gas station that uses Upside? It was one that did six cents per gallon. Granted, you know, only got only got 15 gallons plus or minus, right? So, you know, it's just 90 cents back and all this stuff starts to add up. And I know you're like, oh, what's the big deal? 90 cents. When it's all free, why not just do it? And then one day you look down, you got about 50 bucks in your upside account. And you just transfer it over. Or you can get a gift card or you can put it in your PayPal, whatever you want to do. It's just, it's, it's silly not to get it. It's all free. Go to upside, download the free upside app using, you know, the Apple, Google Play, whatever it is you use. I only have Apple, so I don't know what the rest of you use. Um, use promo code LOCKED, that's L-O-C-K-E-D, to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. So you already start out with 5 bucks if you get something for more than 10 bucks. And here's the thing, it works at restaurants too. There are a couple of restaurants near me um, that I've used for, and you'll get 22% cash back sometime. That, that's bananas, man. I mean, that is bananas. Go to Upside, use it, and you'll love it. You'll make some extra money. That's what we do here at Locked On Matter. We make you money. We make you money for listening. I mean, what? What? Do you, how about a big thank you in the tweets? How about that? How about thanking us? Uh, all right, Jimmy. <laughs> let's talk about Bama and the NFL oh, yeah. um, for, for just a minute. Um, because yesterday was just <sighs> sublime. I don't know another thing to say about it other than absolutely sublime. If you don't think I'm already giddy at the prospects of a Tua Tungo Vailoa led Miami team 
against a Jalen Hurts Philadelphia Eagles team, I, I'm just man, I, I'm going nuts in thinking the super, about it. in the Super Bowl. In the Super, in the Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Uh, gosh, that would be something else. And you know, hey, here's how it's not crazy. I mean, I'd, I'm sure we can Google the numbers. This would be interesting <clears throat> to see. But they're both three and zero, right? I mean, three and zero teams having. I would imagine, without knowing what the numbers are, I bet over history, Luke, three and O teams have made the playoffs nearly eighty percent of the time. Certainly over seventy percent of the time. And if oh, that's yeah. the case, uh, and and they're both in the playoffs, then heck yeah, it could happen. Yeah, I think it could definitely happen. Um, and boy, you, I might have to go. I might have to go. <laughs> to the game. And I mean, the Super Bowl tickets are really, really expensive, but you know, I'm going to have to use some of that upside money and, and go. Um, Damian had another touchdown this past weekend. Uh, Najee Harris had a touchdown on Thursday night. Uh, Devontae Smith, I mean, had like the, the best receiving night ever. I mean, he was catching everything and he and Jalen Hurts together. It's so cool. I mean, it's just so cool to see those two out there doing their thing. Um, and it, it's it's just Alabama, Mississippi State uh, all over again when those two hook up for uh, when Devontae was a freshman, if you remember that game, right. you know, for the game. Game one. Game one. Yeah. Uh, Quinnen Williams really got in the grill of his defensive lineman's coach. Woo. Uh, Saw that. So let me tell you, see with anything other than a smile on his face, you know. It is, and Quinnen is one of those dudes that it seems like if you ever were to push the wrong button with him, that'd be the last button you ever push. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just su such a break in the personality that we know from Q. That that was stunning. But hey, uh, sometimes what happens? I mean, I've been watching hard. I've watched every every minute of Hard Knocks this year. Uh, which which is a real fun series on HBO, and uh, it's easy to see how lines can get crossed. That coaching job in the NFL is very intense. They get on the players very hard, and when you do that, there's a line. There is a line, and 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 seemingly sometimes a player's perception can be that the coach crossed it. And, and you're dealing with adults here, not not children. And and I think it's fair sometimes for the players to say. Sir, you have to remember that I'm an adult, and you will yeah. you will speak to me in that way, you know. Uh, and I'm not saying that's what happened here. I don't know what happened here. I'm just saying that. Uh, hey, Q. Uh, boy, I, I just never seen Q lose it like that. No, and it was funny. Like at first, the coach started backing up, and then like some other players were in between him, and then he was coming back towards him. Uh, it yeah, was one of those, you know, hold me back moments. Hold me back. But, hold me back. <laughs> um. Matt Jones, he had a rushing touchdown. He did the gritty. Uh, good for him, but he also threw three picks. I, I really like Mac Jones. I really do. And I think he's going to be good. Here's what I put this picture up. They, they he hurt took his a ankle, picture. by the way. He hurt his ankle badly. And this is the picture that somebody put out there of him going to the locker room. And, I mean, I'm thinking, oh, my God, that's the worst shot of anybody ever. I mean, that is so bad. I hate yeah, the way it, that – it must have hurt any high ankle sprains for people that they, they don't know. As I'm uh, putting on my doctor hat here, a high ankle sprain, which is what Max got. A high ankle sprain 
is actually a torn ligament because the ligament has to be repaired. Now they can repair it by surgery and it gets you back quicker, that catapult surgery, but a high ankle sprain is literally a torn ankle ligament. So uh, yeah, I bet it hurts. Yeah, it's got to hurt. I mean, I, I, I did not like seeing his, I just didn't like the picture. I felt like they, they, they sold him yeah. short. I mean, I was like, man, don't, don't do a picture like that. What the heck is wrong with y'all? Um, and then, of course, look, there, there were dude Jonathan Allen made some plays. Um, Doreen had a uh, had a safety. I mean, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Uh, Derrick Henry had a touchdown. Um, I got him nice on my fantasy team. league. He's on she, my fantasy Josh team. Jacob. How can he be on your fantasy team when he's on my fantasy team? Cheating on you, bro. <laughs> he's got a burner fan. He's got a burner fantasy team. Burner fantasy. Um, all right, Jimmy. I should never have drafted a ball player on my fantasy team. <laughs> They're all alike. True. Let me tell everybody about Alumni Hall. Uh, if you like shirts with logos like this, if you like shirts with other logos that involve Alabama, you can go to Alumni Hall and check them out. Go to Alumni Hall. Google Alumni Hall Alabama. That's that's the way I get to it every time. Because you go to Alumni Hall, they got a different, different Alumni Hall sites. But you want to go to the Alabama one. Google Alumni Hall Alabama, and you will see all this cool stuff, man. They got cool stuff left and right. You will love this website. Please, please, please go check them out. I'm telling you, we appreciate them so much. They've already sent Jimmy and me here, which we love. Uh, I've worn it all the time. And Alumni Hall's got, they got literally anything you want when it comes to Alabama. Just Google Alumni Hall Alabama. Go check them out. I promise you, you will love it. That's Alumni Hall the Alabama site. Now they got some other sites, but I want you to visit the Alabama site, Alumni Hall, Alabama. All right, really quickly, Quay Russell and Smith visited Alabama and it sounds like they loved it. I want you to just talk about that before we get into the rest of the SEC. Yeah, Russell and James Smith, uh, I, I continue to be confident about this. I say I'm confident. I also know it's going to be difficult. These kids are Look, it, they're as highly recruited as you get. And I know they've narrowed it down to a few. It's Alabama, it's Georgia, it's Florida, it's Auburn. Uh, Auburn is legitimately – is one of the few things Auburn's legitimately in on. I don't think it would be Auburn. Uh, I, I really think this is kind of an Alabama-Georgia deal. But uh, could be Florida, could be Auburn. Look, they're as highly recruited as it gets. I think they've always been a December decision. I still believe they won't make a decision until December, maybe not even – until signing day. So this is going to be stressful for those of you who stress, those of you who are panic prone, go ahead and start panicking now if you want, because you, you know, you'll, you'll be in your comfort zone panicking all the way to December. Um, there, it's huge. It's huge to get them not only in-state guys, but wow, what does Alabama need to hit it out of the park in this recruiting class? More defensive linemen, more linebackers. Here's the rare package deal of really two five-stars. I mean, I know Quay, I don't know that Quay Russell is a five-star in every service, but he's a five-star to me in the sense that there is not a program in America that won't fight to the death to sign that guy. That's a five-star to me. Uh, and James Smith, of course, may be the best defensive tackle prospect in the United States. So it's huge. I believe they'll go to Alabama. I've been pretty consistent on that for, for quite some time. I don't think I've ever really wavered. Uh, but even though I'm predicting Alabama, hey, this is far from a lock. It's going to be difficult. 
uh, everyone else wants them badly. But uh, I think basically just landing those two alone, Luke, will put this class over the top in terms of one of the great Saban classes. Just signing these two alone uh, with, with what we've already uh, with the hay that's already in the barn. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Um, I, and I do think they end up at Alabama as well. I, I know this is a Bammer biased podcast. We are. But uh, we also have our various sources. The rest of the SEC for a minute. Um, it's getting kind of interesting. Tennessee back in the top 10. Uh, Ole Miss, Kentucky. That's going to be an awesome game coming up. And why in the world that's the 11 o'clock game and Auburn LSU gets a limelight? I don't know because I want to tell you something. Um, I watched that Auburn Missouri from start to finish. Holy cow, those were two bad football teams. It was like it was like uh, a couple of guys in a UFC fight, and the only weapon they could use is like a wet angel hair spaghetti and they're sort of <laughs> whipping it at each other and somewhat getting each other wet i Nothing did not know where you were going with that i did not know what's less than a pillow fight i mean what's less than a pillow fight i mean two two teams that were so i mean I, i'm dead serious and i'd never felt this strongly about it before here here here's how bad that was I didn't go into the game necessarily feeling this way, but I left that game going, how does Drinkowitz still have a job this afternoon? Oh. I mean, and I, I sort of like him personality-wise, sort of like him. I think he's an interesting guy. I think he's a smart guy. But, whew, that is not working, Mizzou. That is not working. And and, and it's year three for him at least. Uh, and, and, and no. No, that's just not working. And of course, Harson, he's been fired since since March. This is just we're just like like I put on on the board, uh, the coup didn't work because the coup was trying to decapitate him, trying to lop off his head. And hey, that's that, and this is over, and we don't even owe you a buyout, and the whole thing's done, and and, and that didn't work. So people are like, well, they tried a coup, it didn't work. Oh, it worked. We're just watching the head die, not from a decapitation, but from infection and gangrene setting in. We're just yeah, watching the gangrene every week. The coup killed him. It's just been a slow death, and it's brutal to watch. Uh, 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 prayers and thoughts and prayers to my Auburn buddies because uh, because I do have a few out there. Yeah, it was brutal. I mean, the the whole thing where I, I, I've never seen a team lose the, the game as many times as Missouri did. I mean, they lost it. Uh, uh, the 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 play the pass to get to like the two yard line. And then they, they play yep. for the field goal with a field goal kicker. Who doesn't... You don't trust just handing the ball to the back once, just hand it to the back once, pitch it to the back, do something that's. Other well, than what you did. Yeah. And, and I get that you trust the kicker and the kicker had great numbers. The kicker had great numbers, but, but the, the SEC network crew or whoever, they made a great, point about how this kid doesn't like to warm up before kicks and that's fine everybody has their own little way of doing it but when you're the when you're the i don't warm up guy and then you miss the big kick the criticism is going to rain on you pal and by the way there's 32 the 32 best kickers in the world they're all in the nfl you know what they do they warm up all 32 of them so i don't think you're doing it right and they're all doing it wrong 
you know. So, but nevertheless, why the kid dropped the ball at the one yard line? Oh, I'm the most laid back. It was guy like he dropped the mic too. I can't. But here's my thing. I'm laid back, and that that's proof I can't coach. I would have losing his scholarship would have been the would have been that 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 needed to be what he would have hoped to happen. When I, what what the heck was that? I mean, was he trying to celebrate because he already thought he had passed the goal? That's what I thought. I thought he thought he had scored and just dropped the ball because it's the cool kid thing to do. I guess. I, I don't know. Uh, it, it was just a disgrace. I, I'm serious. I, I never want to fire coaches. I'd fire Drinkwitz today. But I go back to the kicker thing for a second. How do you have faith in a kicker who doesn't stretch? Uh, uh, frozen diamonds stretch more than that kid. I mean, how do you do not? I mean, he, he, I watched the replay. I watched the replay last night. But I, I I'm crazy like that. And the kid was just over there like whooping it up. Like not even, he wasn't doing it in a, like a pre-celebratory manner. He was just like talking to other teammates. I'm like, buddy, how yeah. many game winning field goal attempts are you going to get for SEC teams on the road? Shouldn't you yeah. at least pump fake like you're stretching? That's what I do when I'm working up, working air, out. Air kicks, air kick, game. just an air kick, just an air, air kick. kick. Can you Air imagine kid. a PGA? Can you imagine a PGA Tour professional who goes to the tournament and then they're like, "I didn't see you on the range this morning," and he's like, uh, "I don't like hitting on the range before I play a round of competitive golf. I just like I, hitting on number one and swinging the club for the first time on number one." What the heck is? No one's ever done that in the history. No, no, no. I can't imagine it. His name is John Daly, and that's who kicked the other day for Missouri. <laughs> You're right. Daly yeah. may have. Daly may have done that. And that kicker reminds yeah. me of the uh, cat in the Little League World Series about four years ago, the I hit dingers guy. Yeah. He's the I hit dingers. That's you true. Know that guy? You know? Yeah, I remember it. <laughs> um, okay, Tennessee, Florida, real quickly. Um, yeah. You know, Tennessee's got an amazing offense. They really do. And I'm glad to see them in the top ten because it's going to make the Alabama-Tennessee game fun. And I know some people that listen to this podcast hate Tennessee. I don't hate Tennessee. Um, but, you know, in the end, they also don't have much of a defense. So I feel like that's going to be a shout, and that game will be fun. Um, Billy Napier is making Florida tougher, I think, but they're not going to be very good the rest of the year. Uh, and then Arkansas A&M, Jimmy, I, I've watched football all my life. I've never, and I mean never from any distance, seen a ball hit the top of the goalpost. And on top of that, no pun intended, the only way it can hit the top and go backwards is the way it hit it. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that that's so I mean, if you tell me, boy, did you see AM, they they attempted a field goal and hit the very top of the upright. I would say, oh, well, it's good then, right? Because if it hit the top, it just skips yeah. across, right? And then and, and I guess they would have to say it's good, I guess, if it skipped across the top. I don't know. But it didn't. You it would didn't. think it would, but no, it it doinked it directly back. It, that was crazy. But the main thing to me is Again, Arkansas didn't score a lot in this game, and and A and M is pretty good on defense, but Alabama should be should be better on defense than A and M. Not by miles, but 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 Alabama should be better. Let me give me give you another crazy statistic that you won't find on AL.com. Um, so my dad called me that morning. My dad always loves to call me and my brother 
and ask us what our gambling picks would be for the day. That way, if he loses, he can call us up the next day and tell us how stupid we are. Well, um, he called me and said, what are you going to bet on today? What, what would you bet on today? And I said, I would bet on um, Missouri. I would take Missouri in the points. I would take Florida in the points. And I would take Arkansas plus the one and a half. And dad said, I didn't like your other two picks. The only pick he took of mine was Arkansas plus one and a half. They oh, lose God. by two. And he lost on the doink. And he st- And my father and my mother will go to bed at I don't on Sundays, they'll go to bed at 545. I'm not kidding. And um in, in the afternoon. I'm jealous yeah. of this. I love it too, but some people find it weird. It's like they're, you know, I don't know. It's like they're just <laughs> They go to bed at 545. They wake up at midnight, take the Great Dane out to go to the bathroom, then come back to bed, wake up at three, and then start their day. That's what they do. Uh, But my father, who goes to bed at 545 on Sundays, stayed up until the end of the A&M Arkansas game to watch that kick at the top of the goalpost. And my mom, who was also up at the time watching it with him, said he was just crestfallen. And nobody in my family has ever used that word before. (laughs) All right, that's going to do it for this how's, episode. How's dad? She's like, like, how's dad doing? And she's like, let me check my thesaurus. <laughs> that's going to do it for today's Locked On Bama. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Appreciate you following us, even though we screwed up the audio and the video last time. But re, that was more Restream's fault than our fault, I promise you. So anyway, we'll be back tomorrow with more Locked On Bama, getting you ready for Arkansas. Until then, roll tide. Roll tide.